0: This is Economy Watch, what you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Friday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston and this is the International Edition from interest.co.nz and today we lead with news, weakest Chinese data is hurting commodity prices. But first up today, American initial jobless claims rose last week, and by more than expected. They rose 234,000, so there are now 1.67 million people on these programs. Seasonal factors should have seen these initial claims fall, so the rise is probably the long-awaited start of the softening of their tight labour market. Meanwhile, American producer prices rose at a reduced rate. They were up only 2.3% from year-ago levels in April, which is lower than the 2.7% rise in March. Even the annualised rate from March to April was only 2.4%, so cost pressure is evaporating quite quickly now. Without a slightly higher rise from services, the goods price pressures are even lower. This easing feeds into the expectations the giant American economy is slowing. In Los Angeles, shares in another regional bank, PacWest, dropped by more than 20% today, compounding earlier falls. The day's fall came after they said its deposits declined and they had posted more collateral to the U.S. Federal Reserve to boost its liquidity. Of course, the regional bank woes, as annoying as they are, are minor compared to the threat their federal debt-selling standoff poses. But it is easy to dwell on the negatives. There are plenty to choose from. But there are positives. American worker job satisfaction is now at an all-time high, and recent changes show a fast improvement. Routed out by bad news, there are clearly a lot of positive stuff going on that doesn't make the headlines. In China, they don't have an inflation problem, but they might be facing a deflation problem. In April, consumer prices are only 0.1% higher than a year ago, much lower than the minus 0.7% in March and also below the 0.4% rise expected. That is at a two-year low, down at pandemic levels. The annualised rate between March and April was a deflationary 1.2% although that is not a seasonally adjusted result. Lamb and beef prices are falling, but milk prices are rising. However, none of these changes are large. And staying in China, their producer prices are definitely deflating. They were down 3.6% in April from a year ago and falling at an annualized 6% rate in April from March. No hiding deflation there. And there are elections in Turkey this weekend. Overnight, a third-party candidate withdrew from the contest so as not to split the anti erdogan vote in what is seen as a tight race before the withdrawal. Now it all depends on whether the vote will be manipulated by the incumbent. The Turkish stock market rose sharply on the withdrawal news. And as expected, the Bank of England raised its policy rate again, and again by 25 basis points to 4.5%, the 12th consecutive rate hike there. That makes it their highest since 2008 and because inflation there is still over 10%, their battle will continue. In Australia, their inflation expectations ticked up slightly to 5% in May from 4.6% in April. It is not something the RBA will be pleased about. Some think their federal budget will be inflationary too, so the tide is challenging the RBA. And global container freight rates fell yet again last week down another 1% to be 35% lower than the 10-year average, a period that included the pandemic spikes. They fell in all major markets, but freight costs for bulk cargoes are not showing the same retreat. The US Treasury 10-year yield starts today at 3.40% and down another 5 basis points from yesterday. That puts them back to week-ago levels. And the price of gold will start today at $2011 an ounce, down $20 from this time yesterday. And oil prices have fallen another fifty to be just under $71 a barrel in the US, while the international Brent price is now down at $75 a barrel. Downward pressure is strong today. And the Kiwi dollar is a half a cent weaker against the US dollar, and now it's just under 63 US cents. Against the Aussie, we're a touch firmer at 94.1 Australian cents. Against the euro, we're marginally softer at 57.7 Euro cents. That means our trade weighted index is now 70.9 and 30 basis points lower than this time yesterday. And the Bitcoin price is lower again today, now at $26,872 and down another 1.7% from this time yesterday. Volatility over the past 24 hours has been moderate at just over plus or minus 2.3%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in the show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston, and we'll do this again on Monday.